0: Nice. Hey! Night. Hey. hey, man, oh. what my baby man? Yeah. I hey, you me? turn that up. The club, fly flashy, grown classy, alternative so turning Saturday mornings, no walk of shame, we fresh up. 950 lounge, that's my guilty pleasure. I don't miss my favorite show. I put everything on hold, work the baby, even the babysitter no. we When 950, come on, don't bother. I'm locked in, ten to one, no problem.
1: Cancer is all about supporting promising innovations to help fight cancer. We align with independent artists from all over the world to help us get the word out. Join our movement at musicbeatscancer.org.
2: We're back on a ride now, you Lounge in the morning. 950 Kevin, my man backstage, yeah, holding it down for the crew. We have a special guest, and this special guest is presented by the great people at Music Beats Cancer. Go to www.musicbeatscancer.org to find out how you can get in the fight in the battle against cancer. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a young lady here who reigns from Houston, Texas. She started her music journey in the church, and now she's putting it out to the world. She's on her maiden voyage, a non Lounge. You're going to learn a little more about her. Welcome to the show the lovely super talented Germany. How are you this morning?
1: I'm great. How are you?
2: We maintaining, you know, my mom always taught me any day above dirt's a good day. So <laughs> we <we're> above dirt <laughs> and having this conversation. So blessings to you. So, so the problem is below dirt. Well now we'd be here but we're below dirt. You wouldn't be talking <laughs> be to zomb- me. We'd be zombies. <laughs> <laughs> this point now I'll be Kev, rest in peace. But I'm here this morning so it's a good thing. Jeremy let's get right into it you from Houston Texas and Houston Texas and I think about Houston Texas in the music world I think about trick-or-treating was on a weekend the Ghetto Boys and you know uh Paul Wall and the whole bit um <laughs> absolutely no doubt rap a lot records all that but you, you come from a, a church background and both of me and Ed have church backgrounds so when you when you, I guess in a normal time, this time of morning, you be getting ready for church and probably clearing your throat and getting ready to sing in the choir. Talk about the environment of, of singing in church and how it's defined you as a musical artist.
1: So for me, I grew up, singing in like the church choir, like the, for the children's choir, we would do, you know, different things for Easter and Christmas and things like that. So that's basically where I got my first um, connection, real connection with music is through church. Um, we were a very, very spiritual uh, family growing up. And so my mom introduced us to that really my grandmother, um, which it kind of trickled down. So definitely a big, big part of kind of where I find my inspiration, Um, very gospel based as far as the way that I sing, just because it's just in me at this point. Um, And I noticed even as like a child, the strong connection that people had, I noticed when I went to church. Even just like noticing how people just laid kind of all their burdens and their troubles down, it was almost like just a transformation. And noticing that as a kid, when you just pay attention to what's going on around you, it makes a big, big impact. So,
3: so what was the first gospel church song that you had to sing solo? oh gosh i don't even remember <laughs> um, i think it was a mary mary
1: song probably mary oh okay because i was a little bit older um and singing in the choir and i had like you know my own little solo part but i'm pretty sure it was a mary mary song
2: okay i know yes. i used to have a solo and they took it away from me after like one one church service and no you 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 go back and just keep humming um, mine
3: was like, fill, fill my cup, uh, um, fill my cup, let it overflow and everything else like that. So I, I was, I was rocking that one for a while. So <laughs>
2: thank God you ain't rocking it no more. So being in, as you can see, Germany, we, we, we all share this in common, that, that church background. So I know like my mother, right. And to this day, um, my mother's a type where like, it's a, it's a, it's a battle between, you know, secular and and church music. How did that balance for you as an artist that started in the church but then started to find her own sound and rhythm and blues and R&B and things like that and how that worked with your family concept?
1: So my mom and dad were very supportive. Um, Of course growing up in church there is kind of like a thin line so I mean you know you kind of get like those like side eyes like Why is she not doing gospel music? You know, like that type of things. But at the end of the day, I feel like I went to where where I was kind of led. I didn't really put myself in a box. And although I do have gospel inspiration that backs me and I pull from those things, um, I just write what I feel, you know, so that's basically, you can't really be worried about what everybody else thinks and how right. they feel about, you know, cause I feel like at the end of the day, it kind of takes away from my creativity. Right. If I only decide to do gospel, if I only decide to do R&B, only decide to do pop, right. I just go with how I feel and I write with, you know, that emotion behind it and
3: whatever comes out, I run with that. Let, let's not stay let's well, stay. I got, well, I got a question stay. to ask you real okay. quick. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the one thing I wanted to ask you, because I know like, how are you saying that you write your own music and sing and everything else. Now, the one thing I want to ask is because I know like for my mother, when she was um, doing the church, when she was in church and everything else like that, when she decided to go into opera, she had mm-hmm. to go and get voice lessons. Now, how was that for you when you started deciding that you wanted to do more of more of the R&B and everything else in that fashion? Did you have to go and do some voice training or had to know how to do pitch and tone? I mean, we already know we have it on, um, already, But did you have to mm-hmm. really work on a little bit more of that when you when you decided to do the R&B stuff?
1: So I didn't necessarily have to um, just because I kind of pulled like some of that gospel rhythm into my R&B just with the way that I sing in general. And it just comes out naturally. Um, but at one point I did do a little bit of vocal lessons just to make my voice stronger and to mm. kind of get more familiar with the way that I breathe when I sing and things like that. But it wasn't necessarily because I was transitioning from gospel to R&B. And if I'm being quite honest, even when I started writing, it was never, I never started writing gospel music. It just didn't come out whenever Mm -hmm. I started writing and in my creative process. Um, But mainly vocally, the way that I sound when I sing, I think that you can hear some of that that gospel inspiration.
2: Again, we're talking to, R&B artist Germany, and she's presented by this segment of non presented by the good people at Music Beats Cancer. Again, go to www.musicbeatscancer.org to find out how you can beat this battle and join in the fight against cancer. Germany, you mentioned something about writing and music, right? And and we we have talked to a lot of artists, and some artists feel like they can just, they carry a notepad or an iPad these days, and they just, as soon as they have an issue, they're driving on a highway and get cut off, oh, that's a song. Or, you know, somebody uh the you know uh girlfriend or boyfriend cheats on them. Oh, that's a song. When you mm-hmm. want to write, is writing about with you experiences or do you have to get into a zone like um be home, relax in a nice mood and just get the urge, or you just somebody just can write on a whim? Which which works for you when you need to be creative?
1: So I think it's a little bit of both for me because I pull inspiration from, like, not only my own experiences, from friends' experiences. Sometimes I could be watching a movie, reading a book, and then a song idea comes. Sometimes I'm just driving down the street and, like, something just pops in my head. And so I hurry up and I put it in my phone and do, like, a little recording, even if it's just, like, a little melody or um, a song title. Um, pretty much any, anything that just comes to my mind, I make sure I go ahead and record it or jot it down so that way I won't forget it. And then when I get home, um, if I still feel like something's there, like I really want to work on it, then I'll just go into my own little space and I'll just focus in on that. And so
2: usually, it could be something you see, or it's gotta, it's gotta hit you. Like it's gotta touch a chord inside of you to be like, you know what? My juices are flowing or it's just something like, Oh yeah. Kanye and Kim are getting divorced. I, I can, I can write about that. I mean, it's it got to touch you or just could be just circumstance it, it could be circumstance
1: but once i kind of get into the zone it has to kind of flow if it doesn't flow then i'm like okay maybe that wasn't gotcha. there's just nothing there i'm not gonna make it like force it
2: right so, okay happy.
3: now what about when it comes down to when you get some producers or even yourself if you produce your own music do you also get the flow also from the rhythm of the beats or the music that you hear
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just turn on, just turn on the instrumental and just vibe with it. Sometimes something comes, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I have to go back to it later on because it's like, I really feel like I could do something great with this instrumental. But right now I'm just not feeling inspired. Wow. So I'll go back to it later. And then, and then some days I'll turn it on and I write a whole verse or a whole course. So it really is just kind of. It's no really right or wrong way. And there's no really like set um, example really that I can give you. It's just when the creativity flows, I, I hone in on that and I make sure I take advantage of
3: it. So now it the now. thing that I want to know also, too, is that once you get that down packed and you have it and then now you're going to have a listening party for your friends and family to listen to it. How do they respond and how do you feel about what they are responding to your songs?
1: So I definitely send send it out like, hey, I have this idea or i send them the song, hey, what do you think? I'm always open to like the positive uh criticism because I feel like that's the only way that you can get better. And on top of that, they're hearing it for the first time. Yes. I've heard it so many times. <laughs> I've recorded it like I've saying it over and over and over. So of course the ear is going to be different. So they might say, you know, oh, I think this will sound better here, or you sound a little like something. something's missing, and so I'll go back, listen to it, and I feel like that's the only way you can get better as an artist, as a writer. Um, I, I'm completely open to hearing what people have to say about my music, because right. I want to grow, and that's the only way I feel like I
0: can. That's
2: a, that's a smart way of answering that, and that's a, that's a great thing to have, Germany. Again, like I said, obviously you said you started in church and and, and you grew up in that musical family. When did you know that this is something I can really do for a living? Like there's a lot of people like me, right? I I sung one week and they said, get out, get in the back. But when did you know that this is something I can really do for a living that I, I have the goods to be a be a pro at this and really entertain the masses? Can you remember one time that 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 thought or that? that moment of clarity happened for you?
1: I think I was maybe like seven or eight. Um, and I think it was like maybe a Brandy album. maybe want be down. I to or something. And I just started singing along. And then I realized as a kid, like, I sound kind of good. Okay. <laughs> okay, this might actually be something. And then on top of that, it was more than just like, me realizing, oh, I I can sing because my mom can sing as well as as my sister, but it was more like the way I felt when I sang that made the difference. It was like, man, and as a kid, you don't even really realize, like, I can make a lot of money from this. so I could do this full time. You just realize, like, oh, this feels good. I feel like I have um, taken myself to another place. I feel relaxed when I do this. Something feels different when I exude this. And so you just go kind of off of that emotion. And when you do that, it's kind of like, oh.
3: So hmm. who are some of the artists that you like to listen to and like to vibe with when you, when you, get your, when you are just listening? downtime downtime for to Germany. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay, Of course, I'm going to say Beyonce because the greatest of our time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Beyonce is a huge inspiration. Michael Jackson as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Bruno Mars. Ariana Grande,
2: mm-hmm. uh, Brandy, of course, Tony. Braxton. Like entertainers, I do because I do those like are it. people who are not just singers; that they're, they're great singers, but they're right. also great stage presence people. You said MJ, you said Bruno, you said Beyonce mm-hmm. they they can light a stage on fire. Absolutely, yeah.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, Ariana Grande, I love, I love Ariana Grande, um, and then. Um, I'm still a big I'm a big fan of pink as well like I'm a mm-hmm. huge pink fan um but yeah so it's a it's a lot of different inspirations that I have and a lot of different artists that I listen to um I'm also a big country fan so I love like Carrie Underwood and Sugarland, and um just Rascal Flats and Dan and Shay and I mean I, I love nice. country music as well so I pull inspiration from all those genres and kind of just try to make it my own. But um, yeah, definitely.
2: The Germany sound, the Germany sound. Um, before we take a break, you, you know, you, you performed at a lot of different places and I when I, being a New York guy, I get around a lot. So when I saw Fitzgerald House of Blues, I was like, wow, that, that says mm-hmm. a lot. Talk about that experience on that fame stage.
1: Nerve wrecking. <laughs> <laughs> nerve-wracking for sure um it was a lot of people there and I think that it was it was really like it was very I was very nervous for mm. sure um but it was a good feeling being up on that stage it was hot I remember from all of the lights <laughs> and I was uh-huh. sweating mm-hmm. and it was just like it was just a big it was a big deal for me because I was thinking oh my gosh this is you know house yeah. of blues but it was very nerve-wracking, but um, overall exciting more than anything and definitely
3: memorable for sure. Yeah. No so doubt. now for you, when you was on that stage, did you close your eyes or did you focus on some or one person or just focus up in the sky or something like that so the people just so that you can just get yourself calm and just composed so that you can actually sing? So before I go on stage, anytime before I go on stage, I always pray before. Mm -hmm. So that pretty much
1: calms me down. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like once I walk out there, like, I I feel like my headspace is kind of different. So I'm not really, like, focused on one person or one thing. I'm just going and doing it, if that makes sense. So I try to leave, like, all my nerves behind after. Like, once I, it's almost time. It's like, okay, I say my prayer and that's it. Everything else is out the window. Now it's time to you know
2: perform. Yeah, no because, more to you know, be worried about. You you got you you went to the right source and that's calmed you down. And now you got to work <laughs> with it. Yeah, because now nah, because like most times when I hear most people when artists
3: from before always tell my when they go out to the stage that they always do those little tricks to make sure that they don't see the audience too much and get distracted. Because <laughs> sometimes when you get distracted from the audience, it can make you either nervous or forget certain things. And you just got to just go ahead and just try to do something to right. over override that that's why i was just asking yeah. how you do it yeah
2: no doubt i'll take a quick break Jeremy. we're going to come back and we're going to talk about how we connected do music beats cancer and and your involvement with that and also you know the future of germany you know we're toward the end of 2022 first month of the year and obviously we got a lot where a lot more to go and love to hear what's going on your plate for future and that's the 2022 the superstar herself germany It's Non Fee Lounge. Come on back.
3: This is Backstage Ed, and you're listening to the best team in radio, 950 Lounge.
2: We're back on the ride, 950 Lounge, still joined by myself and Backstage Ed, holding it down for the rest of the lazies of the team, and we're talking to the lovely superstar herself, Miss Germany, and this segment is presented by the great people at Music Beats Cancer. Music Beats Cancer, again, is uh, working with Fee Lounge in the fight to stop this powerful and deadly disease Find out how you can be a part of that at www.musicbeatscancer.org. And you don't have to be a musical artist to support this battle. We are all artists in the fight against cancer. And with that being said, Jeremy, how did you get involved with this great project that myself and Ed feel so passionate about?
1: So actually, um, this opportunity came to me through Reverb Nation. So um, I'm a big fan of Reverb Nation and they have a lot of really great opportunities for independent artists. And so I just applied because I saw the music beats cancer and it it raised, um, you know, it raised my to my attention. And I was like, you know, this is something I really would like to be a part of. So I submitted my music and then I received the email saying, you know, your submission has been accepted. And we just kind of went from there.
2: Fantastic. Has I mean, obviously, it's, you know, as we all are fighting covid either individually, ourselves, or through family or friends. Has cancer played a role um, in your family or with yourself? And does it, with this situation, this partnership in Music Beats Cancer and nation? does it mean more? Or is it just something where, you know, what I know is a bad disease, and I just want to help out your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, absolutely. So I have a aunt who's a breast cancer survivor. Um, so kinda it kind of hits home for me um, a little bit more than just, thinking about it on a broader aspect. Um, And I know that for me, music is very like therapeutic. So it kind of made sense to be a part of like this amazing um, opportunity. Because when you think about the two, for me, with music being therapeutic, it's like, why not put the two together? It was just an amazing, amazing opportunity and a great idea and concept that I had never really thought about before until this beauty came. So I had to be a part
2: of it. Nah, no, no doubt. It's almost like when we think about music, is in we, we think music, entertainment, party, fun. This is kind of mm-hmm. like a party with a purpose. So when you right. know, hear uh, Germany's music or they, they listen to a Na'fi lounge showing on our multiple platforms, it's like, all right, that's great. We want to entertain you, but we also have a cause here that we want to use to help enlighten you. Because again, I, I and it, you know we're all victims of it because COVID is so prevalent throughout our country that People don't want to get around each other, go to doctor that a lot of screenings have slowed down because of COVID. And we can't, we can't ignore the fact that this, this disease is still killing folks. And we need and we got great scientists like the people at Music Beats Cancer work on this every day. So we got to bring consciousness to it that you still got to get your screenings. You still got to get your blood work done. You still got to get your physicals. These are things that are important, especially within right. the, our community as, as we're sitting here as, as all three African-American individuals. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And it's very important to our, our just country, no matter who you are. So I salute right. you for that. Let, let's get back into the music. Because like I mentioned during the break, everybody's not as cool and nice as mean and Ed. <laughs> so being that in the music industry, entertainment in general, Mm-hmm. Um, being an indie artist. How do you balance the entertainment and the business of music? Because they are two different things. And, you know, in, in my background and, and what I do off just doing this talk show, mm-hmm. I work with people and work with artists that they don't understand the business side. Like, how would, how can somebody go to work all week and then on Friday it's payday and don't know what, how much they get paid. So how do you handle the business side of the entertainment field for yourself?
1: I think reading a lot of books has helped me, um, understand more so the business side, mm-hmm. um, as much as I can, because I mean, as an artist, we always think about the creative side, cause of that's course. the more inside. That's the thing that we, you know, that really gets us going is the creativeness. But, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and I read a lot of books to help, um, better me as far as understanding a little bit more about the music business versus the entertainment.
3: Do you, now, you have do a you team probably, of people? Oh, sorry, I was going to ask you, a, I was going to ask, okay, go go yeah, ask you the same almost same thing. Do you have a group of people that you work with, that you, that you feel comfortable, that you say that these are the people that I trust and want to be a part of my, my, um, my aura, my organization to make sure that you can get your music out there and also help you with the business as well as your music as well?
1: Not as much as I would like. I mean, there are a couple people that I actually trust, and um, I feel like that they, you know, help me out here and there. But as far as like an actual go to, that's still something that I'm I'm looking for. I'm hoping to find, um, and kind of hoping to take me to the next level of where I want to be.
2: But you know, obviously, that's so important because it's it's the business of music, so. Um, the family's not involved with, with Germany sound and the music, or it's just, Hey, listen, you know, they, they they support me, but the day-to-day is all me from social media, yeah. to music videos right. and production. Yeah, and family
1: form. support. Yeah, exactly. Family supports me, but, um, Unfortunately, everything else
2: is a one woman show
1: for me. I hear you. So now, right. how do you- which is often for a lot of independent artists, though. So.
2: Exactly.
3: So now, how do you go about when you? Because um, I know, like, when it goes to the music business, because I know I used to do with some music back in the days. But how does it go for you when you have to go out and get songs produced? Do you do your own music, or do you have a, a person that comes out and help you with that and the clearance and stuff? If you're going to sample something or anything else, so how do you come about with your music?
1: So I have um, about. Mm, two to three producers that I actually work with on a regular basis so they produce the music I write and sing and then I go to the studio I record it and then they
3: actually produce those records for me all in one take or is a couple of takes
1: well no it's it's usually
2: it's an indie artist and when the it's all about budget
1: (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. no, 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 exactly it may be about budget it. but sometimes you go in there and you might say oh man i didn't say the right thing i gotta say it over again so exactly but, but the good thing is as long as you get the vibe it sometimes comes out just right right, right. again <laughs> we're
2: talking to miss germany based out of houston texas not germany that's her name presented by again the great people at music beats cancer again go to music beats cancer to find out how you can help in the fight against cancer at www.musicbeatscancer.org now I know, like, again, when you think about artists, right? There's a million different artists out here. Like, like there's a million different programs and talk shows like we do. And I know, mm-hmm. like, me, myself, I'm ultra and uber competitive when it comes to our show and how we do things in, in our presentation. As an artist, when you see other people, and again, this is not to knock anybody, but to draw mm-hmm. fuel. How do you look at the, the music industry as itself right now? Is it something that as somebody like yourself who's really, you know, still getting her sea legs in, you look at the industry and you, and you feel good or certain things that you would change about the current setup of the entertainment business, especially when it comes to music?
1: Ooh, that's a hard question. <laughs> that's a lot to take in. Um, So music has definitely changed so much because um, I remember growing up, like <laughs> the music back in the day was just so different and I just miss it because I feel like the level of creativity that used to be in the music is not really so much there anymore like it used to be um but it's just I mean the world is changing and of course we have to be ever changing as artists but I will say that I definitely miss like that old school like Tony Braxton and Mm. Brandy and Aaliyah like I just miss I miss it and I feel like I'm sure there are artists out there that are still doing that type of music, but it's just changed so much that they are just oversaturated with a completely different, uh, way of uh, other artists doing their music. So we don't hear it as much and we definitely don't hear it as much on the radio. Um, and that's why I love artists like, you know, Ariana Grande who has that level still kind of gives you like, you know, kind of like that Mariah Carey balance. Yeah. You know, so it's,
3: it's just, it's just a lot different. I know, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, don't put yourself out of it because I was listening to some of your songs and a lot of your songs have some of that same, same stuff, in it, especially like the one like body on you also mm-hmm. with the no guidance. And then also mm-hmm. the other one, which I really listened to was square biz square business. And I was like, wow. I said, okay, she has a lot of nice things. And then the good thing about it is that because the, the one thing a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of these artists that we all grew up on, like Whitney Houston, Sam Cook, and all those oldest older artists, all came from church. And yeah. and they got that church rhythm, that church sound. So when you hear them singing, like, yeah, that's a church person. They was in church, <laughs> and, they, and you know they, you know they went through heck to get out the church to sing these songs. Yeah. But I, one thing I want to, rec- I want to just say, and I want to commend you that your songs have that same feeling and same thing. And I was just sitting there, I was just going through some of your catalog stuff, and I was like yeah i like this i like that <laughs> i like this oh, thank you so, so it was a lot of things and i and i want to say that you have some great vocals and some great tones and you you, you i can see you really going far
2: yeah you I've got two fans that. here jeremy you you need a good pair of sunglasses because your future is extremely bright um so oh, oh, you got you. fans <laughs> here with us no doubt about that so let you know reading your bio i won't never say a a, a lady's age in public that but reading your bio (laughs) you you did put your, your date of birth so what i like to ask you is like the current germany now if you can kind of talk to the the younger germany let's say let's say when you know a little older when you first realized you was very young when you first realized you can do this but somewhere like maybe your high school years to like the woman you are now what would that conversation be like as a young person and still a young lady mm-hmm. ma- navigating her way to entertainment in the music industry, what would that conversation be like if you could have that?
1: I think that conversation would be kind of like in the aspect of things may not pan out the way that you hope that they will, but it does not mean that you are any less valuable. It doesn't mean that um, things can't work out. It may look a little bit different than what you have in your head but it doesn't mean that you can't be successful it doesn't mean that you can't do what you love and it doesn't mean that um you can't touch people
2: well said you you said all we got a few minutes left and i can't thank you enough for this time this has been really fun and get to know you a little bit and uh, it, it's always entertaining for myself, Ed, and some. And most of the times, the rest of the cast and we can put like these artists, these people who create these creative figures like yourself, and put a face and have a little conversation. What, what's the What's the next step for Jeremy? Like obviously, the remaining of this year and the the small window, the, the two to four year window. What's What's in store for you? Let's start first with what you got going on for the remaining of 2022 videos or um, shows. And what's the the mid-level approach, the long-term approach on your sound and your career? What's some of those thoughts?
1: So I'm learning piano. So still dabbling into that. Um, I'm trying to get so much better at that. Um, So that's going to be a continuous thing. And then, of course, working on new music, always writing. Um, But for me, long term, I really want to get into the sync um, side of music um, Mm. and writing for um, TV shows and commercials and things like that. That's what I really, really want to do.
2: The jingle um, money. That's where the real money's at.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely want to focus on that aspect. And that's kind of where
2: my more of my attention
1: has has been going as well. So that's what I want for my future.
2: Well, if you ever get to New York, we in our new studios, we have a piano set. We would love once you get comfortable and COVID gets a little bit more in order to come play in our studio, up the piano, all the lessons you learn. Because all I can play is chopsticks.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Again, her name is Germany. Where can people reach out to Germany, find more information, um, buy your music, get to know you a little bit more? Oh,
1: so absolutely. My um, Instagram name is Germany Music. So that's Germany with a J. Um, you guys can find me on there. You guys can also check out my website, which is germanymusic.com. Um, you guys can hit me up on there. And then also, um, you know, I'm I'm here. I'm available. I'm located in Houston. Um, but I just hope that you guys will reach out and hit me up.
2: No doubt. Again, her name is Germany. And this has been presented by the great people at Music Beats Cancer. Again, go to www.musicbeatscancer.org and find out how you can help in the fight against cancer. Jeremy, thank you so much for some time. Thank we truly you. appreciate it. want to take a quick break. We keep this thing moving. It's 9 feet lounge in the morning. Where else you want to be?